Welcome to the CBD Ed Show with Ed Cheney, a CBD industry expert and business executive. In this program, we will discuss the uses of CBD and other methods of treatment that are alternatives but also complement conventional medicines. Now, here's your host, Ed Cheney. Welcome to the CBD Ed Show. I'm your host, Ed Cheney, along with lovely Kimberly Rose. Thank you, Ed. Hello, everyone. All right. Happy Friday. Yes, Kimberly, I agree. Thank you. Happy Friday to you, too. Uh, it is beautiful weather here in Scottsdale, Arizona. I know we've been in the news for record heats, and I got family members calling me. You guys okay? <laughs> <laughs> what what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've said it before. Uh, we in these time, uh, this time of year, August. we we pretty much do what you snowbound people do yeah, on yeah. the East Coast in the winter. Yeah. We just go from our air conditioned house to our air conditioned car to our air conditioned job or the air conditioned <laughs> mall, or you know, well, we'll, we'll take a dip <laughs> in the pool and then go right back into the air conditioned house. That's and very little time between all those places. Yeah, there's no a lot. There's not a lot of outdoor activity unless Out you're here. in a pool or a lake or something. Okay, you're absolutely right. Listen, today's show is not about record heat. It is instead about when cannabis goes wrong. And over the years, cannabis going wrong has escalated because of the availability. Now, early on, it was just mostly about how strong it was getting, and the fact that it could be laying around and your dog could eat it or your kids could find it, right? Now it's gotten even more complex because they're mixing recreational and medicinal. Kind of is starting to, they're starting to close the gap between those two. They're trying to come to an elevation of where both of those are synergistically working together. Kim's yeah. got some really cool stuff to share with you on that, but not just yet. But that made the opportunity for us to talk about, you know, how cannabis can go wrong in today's world and also be able to share some tips with you that we've learned over the years. Yeah, I think, you know, when you're starting anything new and that you're just not real sure of, and of course, everybody's been just absolutely terrorized mm. for many years about THC and marijuana and yeah. CBD and yeah. the, the whole plant has just been just drug through the mud. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and uh, it's really not that scary. It really doesn't have to be. It can be super simple. It's not even anything you need to really think about other than like taking an Advil. It's not, it's not scary. You and I know Kim's going to do a great job of giving you a pathway to that statement. It is not going to be scary. Yeah. So yeah, after we're done, expect that you will get that. Right. Yeah. Yep. It's. I tell my customers all the time, as long as you know your milligrams, both with THC and CBD, yep. that's really your only path. Yeah. She brings up another point. And again, why this topic has surfaced today, but because with the accessibility of the of cannabis products now and the the legalization just getting better and better and better now clinical studies are coming out 
Now you have brands in both THC and CBD that are acting responsible. Consumers are finally getting better information means more consumers are jumping in and going, I want to try this. Mm -hmm. And we're speaking to you today too. Yeah. You're going to be new. Right. (laughs) And I think when THC first, you know, became legalized in certain areas um, and it was not medicinal Mm -hmm. because those are a whole different crowd it is great. than just your recreational yeah. um you, you you i'm sure there was a wave of horror stories of oh my god i did i had one myself uh i did this and you know it was a bad experience and yep. that is what people tend to share with their friends more than i thought it was fun yeah i had good a great point. time so and and even me i'm i've been a cannabis user for many 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 years um, I've had a, a moment where I was like, uh-oh, I did a little too much. <laughs> that gummy was a little too strong for me. Yep. And unfortunately, it was our first day in Vegas <laughs> when it just became legal there. And Ed's like, well, what do you mean? I'm like, no, I have to go back to the hotel room. I'm not going anywhere. Our first day is in the room. Yeah. Yeah. So now you notice that we're... We may speak to THC a lot in this show. Yeah. And it's because THC has the wonderful capability of going wrong faster or more notably than its alternative component, which is CBD. Yes. Which is, again, a little bit more lifestyle recreate and uh, than recreational or health rather than recreational. Uh, so you might see us refer to THC for quite often, but pay attention because we will also be referencing cbd yeah we have a benefits for both listeners today both thc and cbd so we do also expect this show to be fun oh, as well sure. as informative yeah all right because we've learned a ton and we're going to share from a genuine place today uh still we try not to share things that we can't science back right And or in this case, in this show, it'll be from experiences and also the knowledge that we've learned along the way. Yeah, which tends to be more science backed than anything. Yeah. Anyway, let's go. Hey, there's a term out there that Kim has used in the past. And I think it is time for her to share that term because it is pretty cool. And with today, cannabis being legal and now social. It's showing up in the cocktail lounges and bars and nightclubs. Kim, take it away, girl. (laughs) Well, (laughs) this saying I heard many years ago when I was, you know, a young THC imbiber. Belt bottoms. But sure, Silk sure. I don't want to go all the way back to the (laughs) ponytails. All right. (laughs) It was a long time ago. Anyway, uh, I I think I must have had an experience where it was there was a consumption of alcohol and THC. Okay, and it didn't end well. All right, I don't remember the outcome, but this saying always stuck in my head: "Weed before beer, you're in the clear. Beer before grass, and you'll be on your ass." So it's <laughs> wait, wait, I gotta hear that one more time. It's basically weed before beer, you're in the clear. Beer before grass, and you'll be on your ass. 
So Thank you for that. You don't want to be drinking alcohol and then, you know. Go to weed. And then, yeah, go, oh, hey, yeah, that's a good idea. Let me take that hit and boom. Then you're like, uh-oh, things are <laughs> happening, right? So your alcohol and THC can be, they can go together. You just have to really be careful and maybe more experienced than a beginner person yeah. that would, oh my God, would you mix are so those right. two things. You are so right. I do recall I wasn't very much of a pothead growing up or in my younger years, mm -hmm. uh, but I did do it once after drinking some beer. Actually, it was at a card game. Uh, somebody had brought out a bong. I really not really never really liked to smoke because it always hurt my throat. And I went, oh, well, maybe this bong thing is a little bit different. I took one hit of it. Uh, and as I was dismissing myself from the game because I could no longer play, I also found out I could barely get in the taxi cab. <laughs> <laughs> so, so man, that, this is maybe why I wanted to hear that again before grass. No. Beer before grass and you'll be on your ass. It it definitely because you're already, you know, yeah. intoxicated yeah. and then you throw that on top of that. Yep. And obviously THC is a wonderful, wonderful thing, but it is also a, a slippery slope. Yeah. It can be quickly. Alrighty. So that's a fun little term there. Both Kim and I have some experiences that are certainly easy to uh to share i just shared one so kim uh, let's let's give it a shot which uh w would you like to share an experience that you've personally had either thc or cbd uh of a maybe a too much or just a so for me thc well there was the vegas right okay. um i haven't had a lot i'm i'm one of those people that always just does a little bit to see how I'm going to feel in the beginning. Yeah. I'm not like, oh yeah, let's take a big old bong hit. Like, you know. does does the term party killer ring a bell? It can definitely kill a part. I have I have killed a party. Right, uh, killed the entire party. Yeah, Fine. pretty much. The birthday girl was uh, <laughs> on the floor hugging the toilet. All right, let's hear. Within, let's, let's hear the short version. Within an hour and a half, maybe two hours. All right, we were like, where is she? Oh no. Uh, I went to a, a it was a party in my cul-de-sac. Yep. Again, this is probably okay. 20 years ago. All right. And I used to make brownies for sleep. Okay. And I would make them fairly strong because I would cut them really small. And anyway, so, uh, I show up at the party. My girlfriend, the host is like, oh my gosh, go get some of your brownies. This okay. will be so much fun. So I even went home and I got a little tiny plate and I cut them up small. Yeah. I was not intending to do anything, but they were already drinking alcohol. You uh -huh. know, everybody was already yeah. there for a couple hours. Yep. So I don't know how many people had a par uh, had a brownie, but um, obviously the birthday girl had way too many and yep. she was down and uh -huh. out. And what we never saw her again the rest of the party and the party pretty much ended uh, uh, easily an hour or two earlier than she had so that was uh, you'll be on your ass part of that yeah you, yeah right. you really it has to it has to be respected all right so respect to thc uh now i have one that's CB, cbd related uh so very early on i always wanted to uh be effective at formulating a cbd that would help me with my sleep my sleep because i knew that i was one of many 
you know, business owners or people who just have very high demanding jobs. And as we age, sleep becomes, you know, something that we desire and hope for and wish for anyway. So I wanted to be in that position and I did. Uh, I created the product. Uh, it was a very good solution. Uh, it allowed me to bring back my my earlier days of sleep patterns. Loved it. But every once in a while, you know, things would adjust and tempo would increase. And here's my share. I would also increase my CBD sleep formulation. I'd take more every night to try to get longer and more sound sleep, only to find out as my level increased above what a limit was, it my sleep started to decrease. So much so that uh, it became it became terrible. And so I had to do the homework. And I found this out for everybody. And here's my Here's my tip for you. Because sleep, the operations are in your in your brain area. In your brain area, the receptors that are designed to trigger functions in your sleep are tightly packed up there. You do not need a ton of CBD to reach them. Two, if you do a ton of CBD that is full spectrum, you're also increasing the amount of THC that is being sent to those same receptors in your brain, and they are excitatory. And so as these two run into each other, when you start getting into your 40 and 50 milligram doses of CBD for sleep, you're going to start creating excitatory transmissions, and your sleep is going to start going in the other direction okay that's my share yes it's yeah it it is a it's very tricky and i've had this with a customer who kept saying i didn't get enough sleep last night i want to go i want to go to the next level i want to go to the next level i want to go over here and i just kept saying you're going to the wrong place (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i think we can't tell you what your number is what we can tell you is that if you journal yourself my sleep is either getting better or it's getting worse. If it's getting worse, back down and try to find your dose. Journaling can be a good way of doing this, but I, I promise you it really has fixed everybody who is willing to go down that path. Yeah. Those who just get frustrated and go right over to a Tylenol PM, oh. yeah, they get frustrated. That's all that really was, but it does work. Yeah. It does work. And again, your dose will need to be discovered because it's your very unique system. Hey, how about if we go to friends and family? What kind of shares do we have? So when cannabis goes wrong, either THC or CBD, friends or family? Well, I mean, I just shared my friends. Uh, Remember, I just shared my story that I really have not ever gotten into a situation besides that one and and never since that one because that was not great. Um, I don't really, I mean, we have a story about a family member of ours that Ed is willing to share because it's all his fault. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you. uh, But I'm pretty sure I won't be the only one. Who have fallen under this terrible outcome. But anyway. Although it does involve my wonderful brownies again. Yes, yes. yes it does. All right. So set stage. Kim's good at, set, at making brownies, especially for those who need sleep. So er, early in the days, before I knew how uh, the, the CBD thing was working, I would use her brownies. And as the days progressed and the tempo of business would progress, 
my use of her brownies were I, I bigger and bigger brownie uh, at night. And so I would have these brownies out sometimes uh, because I'm thinking complete medicinal. I'm not using it recreational. I'm being very responsible. I'm trying to get good sleep. Well, my son comes home from an event late in the evening. He's at 20. No, he's not. 18? He's 16. Oh, is he 16? Yeah. Oh, geez. Okay. Okay. Anyway, so he, yeah, so he is a young man. He's 16. He comes home. He sees the bag of brownies. They have about five left in them. And I'm pretty down a pretty good sized brownie at night to get to sleep. So if there's five of those, that's that's a fairly good amount of THC. And he downs them all. Yeah. I up, gets his milk out and wow, brownies eats every one of them. So here I am very unfamiliar with TH, with THC. Like Kim has a familiar with you're familiar with it. So yes. you go back years and you go, I've seen a lot and I've participated in a lot. And I did not. So I immediately went into fear panic. mode, mm-hmm. panic mode. But then I go back to what we have learned, you and I, from a science-based. We have learned things about how THC affects the brain, what parts of the, the of your systems are affected by this. And it was very calming to know that we knew the science behind it so we could react. But it did take a little minute. It took a minute. Yes. So, I mean, the takeaway here is please be careful when you have it. I don't care if yeah. it's a gummy, a brownie. It doesn't matter what it is. Kids are going to, they think everything is theirs. <laughs> like, oh, that's for me. Oh, that's mine. Oh, yeah. so just be careful. I mean, he was fine after like a good 24 hours. Oh, yeah. Completely lethargic, stayed in bed. Uh, and we just made sure that he was well taken care of. Sure, hydrated and food and yeah. stuff like that. And he's but he obviously. Was like, uh-uh, I'm not. No, I am. I can't get up. I don't want to get up. And I yeah. mean, we deterred him from ever doing that. No, that's that's for sure. 16. You know what? A lot of our age group, we have the same outcome with certain alcohols. Oh my god, I took tequila when I was seventeen and got. Ooh, yeah. And then I'll never touch it again. <laughs> yeah. So I uh, thank goodness. This is, by the way, not a recommendation from the CBD Ed show that you no. go get your kids. <laughs> no, no, no. And no, let them all go on that journey on their own right. um, if they want to. But uh, you, as a parent, don't panic. Yeah. But also, I mean, it just totally depends on a lot of things. This was almost a full grown male as opposed to a child. Yep. So. So uh, she is right. So the biggest takeaway is is you just have to be mindful when taking CBD edibles, especially those that look like something that children or other family members are familiar with. You mean THC edibles? THC edibles. Yeah. Oh, did I say CBD? Yeah. I, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. THC edibles because, you know, gummies and brownies and cookies and cakes, they are all familiar to us as not something we should be concerned about. Right. Yeah. So be mindful. And then the second point of that is calmness is super helpful. Yes. Calmness is, listen, it is designed to affect certain components of the brain. So calm, don't, don't, so you be calm and don't let, they're not going to drive. You're not going to take them, you know, get them, you know, in an excitatory state by, you know, screaming at them. Right. You just have to nurture that person. Sure. And I think most people that are cannabis users are calm in nature. Yeah, yeah. Um, and now if 
if, if, if it's a CBD, you got a bunch of gummies. You left them out because you just hadn't thought about it yet. If yeah. this happens, then go. You can also call your doctor. Doctors are well adversed in cannabis nowadays. Yes. Very well adverse. Yeah. And they're so adverse that we've had two shows on on how to speak to your doctor because nobody wants to say this out loud. Uh, my son just got into my THC gummies. Nobody yeah. wants to say that to their doctors. You know, I had to deal with all of our friends and family. Uh, what happened to Mason? What happened to Mason? Right? So, uh, not that I meant to say his name on there, but uh, <laughs> what happened to him? What happened to him? So, all of them had to hear the story, but we take a different approach to it. Yes. So, ours yes. is more. Uh, anyway, so. Um, okay, so but. You can have these conversations with your physician. If you are concerned, go there, speak to your physician, and then manage from that position. Yes, yes. But uh, again, treat them like, j- just treat them like a, a, a yeah, medicine they, that you don't want your children to get into now cbd gummies the worst thing that's going to happen is they're going to take a long nap there's not going to be any really psychoactive problem going on there there's nothing going on there you're just going to be sleepy and that'll be that yeah there's no other cannabinoid capable of creating a psychoactive storm response Mm -hmm. other than thc no other right all right now um, let's go to pets. I know uh, we got a couple of good shares with pets because much like humans, pets, a lot of misinformation. I remember early in the days, everybody going, if your dog gets a hold of your pot, stuff that came in a bag, the green stuff, then you're hospital bound because it could kill the dog. I've heard that statement a lot of times, a lot of fear around that. And then to find out from the two or three veterinarians we've had on our show so far is that there's no connection between respiratory and the receptors in the brain that, that are modulated by THC. Thereby, and this is, how, this is how he was saying it to us. You can go to that show and hear it for yourself. There is no possible outcome of death mm-hmm. because it's not connected to that system. Now, it's not saying the same thing in other species, but in dogs, he was very confident to say it was not connected. Yeah. Yeah. I would say if your pet uh, gets a hold of, again, a gummy, a brownie, your the flower, whatever yeah. it is, um, you're going to see extreme lethargic. They're just lethargic. Yeah. They're, they, they look drunk. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not going to be able to walk a straight line to save their lives. They're, you know... All those things, they it's almost like chocolate where they're either going to barf it up, poop it out. <laughs> I think they become constipated Yeah. Um, yeah. off of it. Um, and, and again, give a good 24 hours of, you know, just watching. If you really feel like there's a problem, then, of course, call your vet. Yep. But. Other than that, lots of water, food, uh, and just make them as comfortable as they can be. Good. Uh, I had a beagle way back when, and uh, she got into, uh, I think it was chocolate chip cookies then, and uh, she probably ate two or three. And so she was in a little bit of a, a, a pickle, and I called uh, a person that I knew was very familiar with marijuana. I mean, yep. again, this has got to be 30 years ago. And he said, don't worry, just just watch her, 
just give her, make sure she has water, make sure she's, you know, she's going to be constipated. She's, she's going to be dizzy for a while, but other than that, just keep her comfortable. Nice. I, I personally, from all I've learned, all that sounds like the right, the best advice I, yeah. I, I hear now. But there is an attraction uh, t- that dogs and cats have to the smell of marijuana. So that that's just a natural uh, attraction that they have. So, again, if you have them at home, just make sure they're not out and, and my, out. and my guess, so just so that is clear, the attraction is not to marijuana. The attraction is to cannabis. Mm-hmm. It's it, the terpenoids and the flavonoids that are in there. Uh, that's the attraction. The smell. It's just nowadays there's a lot of that cannabis that's on the THC side that's around. Yeah. Now, uh, let's go to another pet story. Mine's, mine's a little funnier. My pet story is about a three-year-old male golden retriever named Roscoe. <laughs> <laughs> Just a clunky, great dog, man's best friend kind of a dog. Just high energy. By the way, he's still intact. So there's the uh, there's the story I just laid out for you. And we get both of our large goldens CBD on a regular basis. Yeah. Um, the oldest one gets it daily because we have an understanding that uh, it has. It can support the onset of cancer, of cancer or cancer prevention. It can help with those aging issues like arthritis, inflammation, pain, mobility. So we give it to the oldest on every on a daily basis. We weren't always giving it to the youngest, but there were some evenings we were like, "You guys are just a handful. Here, have some THC." And no out- CBD. I mean, CBD. <laughs> Thank you for catching it. So CBD. And the outcome was pretty much always the same. They immediately both just became very calm, very relaxed, very gentle, right? So, and I'll be honest. So maybe we, you know, we wanted to watch TV or a good movie that night. Or maybe we wanted to interact without them bugging us all the time. Yeah. Okay, so there it goes. And so after a while of doing this, you know, maybe not a while, like six or seven or even a dozen times, Roscoe started avoiding me when I'm ready to bring out the CBD during these occasions because he's like, uh-uh, uh-uh, no, I want to stay up, Dad. Yes, yes, he does not. He recognize The that. female will take it from the dropper. He absolutely <laughs> will not. I he like knows that. exactly what he's going to be calm, and he does not want to be calm. Yeah. So I just put it in, we just put it in his food, and he, and he gobbles that right up, and yeah. there's no problem there. But yes, he pets are smart. Yeah. You don't think they are. I tell my customers all the time, don't make it like a medicine situation. Make it like a fun thing. All right. Okay. Now we are going to take a commercial break. But here's, uh, I told you, you're going to get a lot of good benefits out of today. When we come back from the commercial break, Cam is going to describe the new hot thing, which is microdosing. And we're going to point it specifically at THC. For those who are becoming so, wow, I, I mean, you just can't not see this anymore, right? THC is everywhere. CBD is everywhere. Now they're starting to come together. And microdosing is one of the hot things that's out there. So when we come back from our break, you're going to find out what you need to know about microdosing. So, 
We'll be right back. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Live authentically, heal naturally with Canafil. We have three unique blends for pain relief, reducing stress, and promoting healthy sleep. Visit Canafil.com for the convenience of online shopping that includes free shipping. Or if you're in Arizona, stop by our store in Phoenix for personal consultation and product selection. Our friendly staff is here to help you. All of our products have full third-party testing and a seven-day satisfaction guarantee. Call 480-599-1003 or visit Canafil.com. Canafil, giving you your life back. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Voice America Network proudly presents The Catherine Zox Show for women, men, children, and families. Catherine magically combines her compassion, experience, and talent to bring listeners a show that's upbeat, informative, and yes, a little sassy. Tune in every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern to The Catherine Zox Show on the Voice America Channel. Enjoying our shows and can't get enough of us? Follow us on Instagram at Voice America Talk Radio and see what we're cooking up for you. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned in to the CBD Ed Show. If you have a question that you'd like addressed on a future episode of our program, please send an email to info at the com. That's info at the com. Now, back to the CBD Ed Show. Hey, welcome back, listeners. CBD Ed Show, and we are talking about or sharing tricks that we've learned over the years. To help you when cannabis goes wrong. Dun, 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 dun. All right, here we go. <laughs> so, uh, so again, the share that Kimberly is going to give you, I think, is super cool. Something worth trying. We'll try to give you enough detail during this show to, you know, get you kind of started. But I think Kim and I are even going to create an entire show around it. Uh, that's kind of gives you a kind of a bit of a teaser here mm-hmm. now. And it's also around the fact that, well, you know, over the years, how has THC products changed? Well, the most significant change is they've increased dramatically. Uh, a representation that's fairly easy to track is a percentage of THC in like your joint or your bag of weed or your container of it nowadays so that's a that's an easy thing to track through the years and 10 years ago it was at 12 percent five years ago it was at 35 percent 
there's products out there that are hitting 65 and 70 now. So you could see that trend, right? Yeah. So this conversation you're about to have is, again, super helpful because that is a ch- that's a tough one. You know, and I do recognize that there are different, like everybody is different, yeah. right? Yeah. Some people, let's use alcohol as an example. Some people just want to get a ba- little tiny baby buzz and mm-hmm. interact with people at the party and da 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 da. And other people want to get totally wasted, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. And so, and I think I feel like there's a lot of those. People also in the marijuana world, like okay. they want right. to completely escape or they just want to feel like a little giddy, like a little yeah. happy. Like I just giggled through the whole day or whatever that, you know, that feeling is. So microdosing is something that um, is coming around mm-hmm. because I feel like the recreational world has experienced the high levels of THC and either some people went, yep, that's not for me. I just can't handle that. Hard to operate. Yeah. They haven't yep. figured out how to cut their gummy in like fourths even. Yeah. Um, uh, so I, th- I feel like this is a good place okay. to be and you can actually function. Um people people are finding that they have actually more creativity they can function throughout the day and they don't feel like they got completely trashed all right so microdosing 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 and just you know give kim a little bit of lead in on this and our our listeners too i don't think microdosing started with with cannabis did it no they did mushrooms uh i mean almost all of the psychedelics i feel like people are now going to a microdose yeah and and so the thc community i'm sorry the 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 recreational cannabis community woke up and went well let's give that a try yeah and but it still needs some knowledge like if you asked me how to microdose thc right now i i really wouldn't know where to start I would just say, wow, that's a really cool idea. And I go back home and go, well, what the hell, the hell do I start? Yeah. So that's okay. where you come in. Okay. So again, the the benefits, What what is microdosing? Microdosing is the practice of taking small amounts of THC to experience the effects without interfering with your day. Perfect. So that that is why microdose. That's another, that's it. You're just getting the benefits um, let's see here. Improved th- symptoms related to conditions like PTSD, pain, and anxiety. Ultimately, only you can decide if microdosing is beneficial for your body or and your ES your ECS system. I think it's a great idea. Um, I think microdosing it, it, any psychoactive product is just it's just the way to go because you don't have to have that overwhelming feeling um what are the best ways to microdose let's see here they're saying gummies edibles gummies and edibles i don't know why they did both gummies and edibles but edibles um well well, let me ask you first mm -hmm. so when i first heard microdosing Uh i thought i thought to myself okay i've got um a bag full of green stuff uh, and maybe I make a joint or I make a bowl out of it. And so what did microdosing mean to me? Does it mean that I, I only take a half of a, uh, hit on it or what, what, or so I I less th- in the, in the things? Tell me, I, so that's what, 
a lot of our listeners going to going to think. Okay. And then there's going to be some listeners that will go to where I think you're getting ready to go. Yeah. Which is just you cannot your gummy up. No. Yeah. You cannot. I don't feel like you can microdose the plant, the flower. Okay. I mean, you can take one hit, I guess, um, and see, but you're not really going to know like your true milligrams there. I think the microdosing world has gone to a capsule. An edible. Um, here we got we have gummies, edibles, tinctures. You can do a tincture mm-hmm. and sublinguals, um, tablets and capsules. All right. That's where they're really going so that you can know your milligram. Okay. Um, with the flour, I just don't feel like you're gonna you're not gonna know. And it kind of goes through your digestive system, and it lasts longer too. Sure. So yes. if you are in that perfect spot, it'll last longer. Right. You take okay. your little microdose okay. in the morning, you're you're re- you're set for the day. Yeah. Um, okay. So then if you want to do that, you wanna stay. I would start. So there's two people, the beginner uh-huh. and the person that's been um I don't want to say habitually using THC, but uh, using THC on a regular basis. Okay. Uh, your beginner, you really want to start at one milligram. One milligram, all right. Of THC, you can find edibles out there that have one milligram, or just chop one up. Or chop, yeah, that's what I would say. Take a five milligram. That's going to be your most common, five to ten. Okay. Chop it up. Obviously, a capsule, you can't do that. So you have to find your your place. All right. Um, you can go to a distributor that a, a marijuana distributor. I'm sure they have those there. I like the combination of CBD and THC, where you usually get like five milligrams of THC and 20 milligrams of CBD. Okay. That's a nice little combo platter in a gummy. So, but I still need to cut that one. You'd up. have to cut it in half. I would still cut want that. To get to that. So the, the the goal is the one. Yeah. Okay. Well, what if I am a smoker? So if you are using cannabis a lot, then Uh, as a smoker, yeah, as a smoker or any, if you're using high doses of THC on a regular basis, Uh uh, they want you to cut down your usage. Like they want you to actually stop smoking um, or eating your gummy or whatever for a good two weeks to a month. Okay. To clear out your system and then start from scratch. Okay. Okay. So, and they say that, so the 14 day is the minimum, mm-hmm. right? To clear your system out. But if you, if you want to get the best results of figuring out what your microdose go all the way at the 30, so sustain for 30 mm-hmm. and then start a microdosing program. Okay. Now, the person that's been doing THC for quite a while obviously yeah. is more familiar and more comfortable. You can start with two to five milligrams. Okay. You don't have to start at the one. Okay. We're just trying to get you to the happy spot, a happy feeling, not a stoned feeling. Okay. You're you're capable of doing everything. You're just in a great mood. All right. Okay. And THC is very capable of doing that for you at one milligram or two. Okay. However you want to do it. But that's what you do. So if you buy, say you buy a five milligram gummy, you have to cut it. Cut it in half and cut it in fourths even to start. All right. So, and now you'll be taking it. How do I know when I should up my dose or lower my dose? 
Well, I would give it a good, give it like a good week of doing your microdosing at okay. one milligram and see how you're feeling. See what your thoughts are. See, can you, do you feel comfortable at work? Do you feel all those things? You're Makes comfortable sense. now. Give yep. it a week to get into that comfort zone. And if you want to move up to two milligrams, there's no problem with that as long as you stay in your comfort zone. Right. Everybody's so, different. Okay. All right. So good suggestion. So what I heard, I got to put it in the male's perspective now so what i heard is start out at one milligram mm -hmm. observe my results for a week uh if i like where that is and i found my spot if i wanted to tinker with it what jump up to two milligrams mm -hmm. okay and try that for a week if that doesn't if i didn't like that go back to one right okay or i might end up liking i could still function i feel more creative maybe something like that outcome might happen and now you know you've, you're going to stay at two um, okay. So is there anything else? Do you, do you think there will be multiple doses throughout the day? I would say, again, we know that an edible stays in your body, what, eight to 10 hours. Okay. Uh, a THC edible is fairly active for eight to 10 hours. Let's right. say eight. Okay. Um, and you get your peak and then you go down. So I'm saying you microdose it depends on you. Like if you want a microdose in the evening, of course, go ahead and have one after work. But if you do one in the morning and one in the evening, then you don't really have to do anything for right. sleep. Or So it sounds like the same thing again, where if I decide to do multiple doses throughout the day, just be very observant and or journal. Journaling does it tends to be a nuisance, but is very effective at getting you to your optimal dose the quickest. Yeah, because you don't want to take another dose uh, like within two hours yeah. because now you've accumulated you are that one that one milligram might has not completely activated and here you are right. taking another one. That's what happened at the party. I told everybody. <laughs> I'm just want. I want to clear my okay. my name right now. I told everybody you take this little tiny nibble, and that's it. Sure. And you know how how many times do people go? I'm not feeling anything. <laughs> I'm, I don't feel anything, and they eat another one, and there you're like, oh, okay. Should I describe Kim's face when she said that? <laughs> I was so irritated at those people. I was like, <laughs> did I need to put a big sticker on here? Anyway. Um, yes. Yeah. Well, you know, when it comes to that stuff, everybody's gladness, especially, yeah. Sure. It, it, we are Americans. We are a little gluttonous when it comes to the feeling good. You're right. Yeah. All right. All right. So, all right. So, multiple times per day, uh, I would just make good observations. Now, here, so I'm, I'm hearing this is really probably most helpful to those who are new to THC and just want to experience it. This is your way to experience it without being scared of the way the the wave hitting you or what do they call that the THC storm. Okay, you can do a controlled approach. I would getting to this place. Definitely right. recommend that. So, and what people talk about, they tend to be more social, they tend to be more relaxed, they tend to be more creative. Those are the things I hear people talking about if they're capable of microdosing THC without running right into the THC storm where you're incapable of functioning or even remembering really what happened yesterday. Okay. All right. Here's for the other one. The other one is somebody who wants to move away from that. 
you know, I kind of just can't really get anything done because I'm always in that high TH, that high uh, psychoactive state. So, hey, maybe an opportunity to try dosing and microdosing. Just, yeah. yeah, microdosing. Thank you. Just to see another side of this, another side of this cool plant. Yeah, you don't have to give up the plant because yeah. I think that's what a lot of people are afraid of. They're like, oh, no, you mean I got to give it up? No, you're just not going to be couch bound. Good point. Which is a lot of, that's another THC, right? And you got one more. In the the couch. (laughs) You got one more benefit. Do you know how much money you're going to save microdosing? Wow. Yeah, you really are. More of those. You don't have to do that clean cycle anymore. Dude, (laughs) you're going to spend uh, so much less. So much less. Okay, here we go. One little thing I want to say before we move on. Yes. Do this at home in uh, the comfort of your home. Don't, you know, micro, don't eat your first gummy one milligram and then go about your day like, oh, well, they said I could just go to work. Well, no, do it at home first. Feel your feels and your thoughts and then you can move out. Smart move. Yeah. That's very smart. I I would be one of the gluttonous people. I'd be up. What? Give me a couple of those. Yes, I know right. you. Okay. So thank you for that wisdom. That was important. So we got another one that, again, we have learned. Uh, and that is if you are taking a CBD product. Okay. Now we're shifting over to CBD again. We have learned this. If it's related to mental, like sleep, anxiety, stress, calmness ptsd all those all those if it's related to mental there's a rule for how much you should take now maybe a rule but just this is what we want to share is how much you should take because the the other is if you're taking it for pain inflammation injury recovery uh, post-workout things like that if you're taking that that is more of a body function yes all right so if it's mental, your dose stays low. Right. We've talked about this before. Your receptors are compact in the brain area. You do not need a whole lot of CBD to take care of it. It's not as my my issue is getting worse. I'm going to take more CBD. That doesn't always work if it's in that mental group. Yes. Right? Now, when it comes to pain, inflammation, recovery, that one is in the other direction. The more... The issue is the more pain, the more inflammation, the more whatever, the more CBD. Mm -hmm. Okay. That goes on that sliding scale. Yeah. And that dose can be anywhere from 20 to 400 milligrams. Right. Trust me. it, it, It keeps going. And people are afraid of that sometimes. What? You want me to take how much? The reality is, remember, uh, of a... Well put together, full spectrum CBD is not designed to get you psycho, give you any psychoactive effects at all. No different than taking the the other things that are around your counter that you never get to think about that you don't normally think about before taking them. Mm-hmm. Same thing here. Not designed to do anything but treat these these issues. All right, so ready? Mental, stay at a low dose. Pain. Dose increases as the issue increases. Right. Cool. And once you get your inflammation under control, oh, you should be able to day. you should be able to just even out. Yep. Hey, let's move over to what we've learned in the cannabis market. Well, I'm sorry, let me go back. 
Any other tips you want to share about what we've learned? These are tips about in the THC or the CBD area. Tips, if you want to share. I think one of the Top tips three. that I, I've helped most of my customers with in the last year with THC is if they're on an, o- an opioid. If they're on, like at a pain management clinic. Yes. And opioids, we all know, are trying to... They're more regulated now. They're not handed out like chiclets like they used to be handed out. Um, I'm going to say 5, 10 milligrams of THC will get you in that same spot as that pill that you take every day that you are prescribed or whatever that you take every day. If you're trying to get off of that, THC is a great alternative for that. You just don't have to go high in your milligrams, keep it low and key because you just want to get to that place where you hit that. um, What is it that opioids hit in your brain? Is it? Yeah, it's the, it's the. um... Oops, I stumped him. (laughs) Uh, But everybody knows what it is. Anyway, THC will. Okay. It will feel the same. Yeah. Now, I, I, I heard you make a statement. I want to make sure there's clarity. Uh, she's talking about the re- symptom relief. Yes. Those who are addicted to opiates and they're trying to get off the opioids. That is not a THC function. That is only a the other cannabinoids that are in the plant that are non-psychoactive that are designed to trigger certain mechanisms in the brain that are dealing with that. The THC is dealing with something that's recreational. Yes. All right, cool. Make sure that that was clear. Um, We don't want people trying to do THC to get off an addiction because they have not shown that to work yet. But it kind of, I mean, it. all right. I guess there has been no studies. So the, the calmness that you might get, you know, it's like drinking a beer when you're trying to get off whiskey. Mm. Right. You're not going to get rid of the addiction. Yeah. But you might get through not needing to put that shot glass in your hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, let me see. What else would I have to share here on this? Kim, anything from topical? Anything? Well, we, we uh, tips that we have learned. We've shared this a dozen times. I know it's easy for some who have been in the space for it they know these things but how long product takes to get into your system uh, is exactly the same irregardless whether thc or cbd if you inhale it that's the fastest if you use it sublingually you glands underneath your tongue that's the next if you ingest it that's the least that's to get it inside your body topically whatever can penetrate the dermal barrier is what will get to the pain signal the fastest uh, because the inflammation is so close to the surface. Most all topicals work really well with with inflammation. Yeah. Yeah. And that's either CBD or THC products. Yeah. Um, I I guess my last tip would be if you are in a a THC storm, CBD will calm it down. I don't know if you'll, you know, if you'll be capable of getting up. Hopefully your spouse is not also in a THC storm and he can get you the CBD or uh, otherwise it's just time. It's just time. You got to just lay down and ride out the storm. Yeah. It's about 
it's about two, maybe three hours of peak, and then it comes back down, and then you'll be okay. You'll be okay. All right, good, good to hear for anyone who is new to this. Yeah, okay. drinking a lot of water isn't going to really help, or right. eating something, or all those things that kind of help with alcohol. They say. I don't, uh, it doesn't work with THC. Nah, Once it's in the brain, it's there. Put yourself in a <laughs> place, right? Yeah. All right. Um, well, thank you for that share. Uh, if we go to the cannabis market, uh, we only have you know a few minutes here to share what we think is the biggest issues that out there, both good and bad. The good we think in the cannabis market is that the misinformation is starting to decrease yes uh there are better standards that are currently out there i'm not saying everybody just it's better than it was two years ago Mm -hmm. uh and the product much more available a lot of varieties yeah you don't have to just smoke yep yeah there's a lot of varieties at a dispensary that you can try out now, remember THC being really, really super high? The issue about the cannabis market right now is oftentimes there's no one there to help you. Well, it's not, you know, it's not that no one's there. It's that they don't have the time to, you know, if especially if you're a first time. Oh, so you're you talking know, about like at a dispensary. Yeah. Okay. Like they just can't take the time to give you some good direction on cut your gummy three. Oh, you have never done this. Let's cut that gummy like in force. Um, And so you're not going to get that. Maybe the personalized it's, and this is the only experience I've had at a dispensary, even though I know what I am doing. I don't know what I'm doing at a dispensary. I've never been there. Uh, I mean, when I go there, I'm like, Oh, okay. So what's that? And what's that? Cause there's, it's literally like, a smorgasbord <laughs> like there's so many different strains and so many there it can be overwhelming yeah. um just you know try and tell the person i this is my first time can you kind of help me i'm looking for this yeah and hopefully you'll get somebody behind the counter that's like oh yeah here this is what i think you should do and this will be helpful all right well i agree and i thought that was helpful tips too and i do look at you as an expert especially in this area yeah and you're also very nurturing so it's nice uh that you can help our listeners out in this way now we're going to close down the show for today we want to appreciate everybody who tuned in share we love having a team of people behind us to continue to promote the right way to use cannabis Yes. And fun ways, too. Yeah. Again, like I said at the beginning of the show, it doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't, it's not scary. All those things, it's going to be okay. All right. Yeah. Well, listen, we are, Kim and I, especially, are always reaching for our best health possible. Cannabis is part of that. So, again, we want to thank you for listening today. This is Ed. And this is Kim. And we're out. (laughs) Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to the CBD Ed Show. Please join your host, Ed Cheney, for another edition next Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. We can also be heard each week on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Until we talk again, enjoy the upcoming weekend, and we'll be back with you soon.